I would like to talk to you just for a few moments from the subject, God's got you covered. God's got you covered. The story of deliverance of the children of Israel, the people of God, from the hand of Pharaoh through the Red Sea is a story that most of us are familiar with. It is a story that introduces us to God that knows how to protect us. It is a story, and and what it is in this text, we see that there is no force or power that has the ability to keep in bondage what God wants to deliver. So regardless of your situation that you may find yourself in, God can deliver you because that is God's nature. Here is an FYI for you, for your information. If you are still in something, it is not because God can't deliver you. God just hasn't delivered you yet. The mothers of the church that I grew up in would put it this way. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Amen. You need to know and understand that there is no predicament, no situation that you can get into where God does not have the power to get you out of it. And I want you to know that God's got your back. God's got you covered. So now as we read this wonderful narrative of the deliverance of the people of God, you will see something else that comes to light. We see that God was not only delivering them, but he was also keeping them from going back. If we are honest with ourselves, we know that leaving your past in the past is not always an easy task. It's not easy moving on. And many of us will talk a good game. But at the end of the day, you've got to be honest. It is not always easy Moving on, getting past it, getting over it. It's hard to overcome the pain of our past. Now, as we see it in this text, the people of God, the children of Israel, have now been liberated. They are free. But when you read the text, you would discover that the people who had them in bondage is now trying to come back and take them back. So here we are, the children of Israel. They see their past coming up behind them, and it scares them enough to the point that they tell Moses, why didn't you just leave us where you found us? It is not enough that they have been released from bondage, but they haven't even reached the promised land. So here they are, 
the children of Israel, they're living between the promise of God and the performance of God. And it's rough when you are living in between the promise and the performance. So you know that God had promised. God, in his word, God's promise never to leave you, never to forsake you. And then you're going through a situation, but God hasn't performed that thing that you needed to get out of what you're in. So you're living between that promise that God told you and then God actually doing it. So that's where the children of Israel are finding themselves. God has set them free and he promised to give them get them to a land flowing with milk and honey. But right now, they are in the wilderness. So they're living between the promise that God had given them and the performance that God will provide for them living in that land of milk and honey. So it is not easy living between deliverance and destiny. And it's hard because sometimes you are stuck in the middle trying to figure out, did I really get delivered from this situation because I've been brought out of that situation that I've been in, but I have not been brought into something else. And you find yourself caught up in the middle. You see, before you reach your promised land in God, before you reach that place where God fulfills God's promises in your life, there will always be a wilderness experience. While you're going through the wilderness experience, the enemy will always try to bring up something from our past to pull us back into what God has already delivered us out of. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. 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 So here we have the children of Israel. They are freely delivered. And at the same time, They're facing the challenge of their past. But that's the way life is. As soon as you get your life together, as soon as God starts to bless you, as soon as you say, for God I live, for God I die, something or someone from the past shows up as a demonic force trying to pull you back into what God has brought you out of. And sometimes we get tempted to revisit what we have been brought out of. Is there anybody in here that will say, we are not going back because there is too much waiting on us in where we are going. Amen. 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 You know, a situation, maybe you're dealing with um, alcohol and you want to quit. It's been five years that you've been sober. You come to church and you're starting to praise the Lord and get into God's word. And who do you bump into? 
your old drinking buddies. God has already delivered you from the alcohol. You've been clean for five years and you run into your buddies and they're like, hey, let's go. Or your girls, let's go get a drink. Let's, let's, go, let's go do what we used to do. Let's go. And, and, and they start reminiscing about the good old days. What it was like, girl, you remember? We used to get down, and we have our drink in our hand. Don't you miss that? And then you start wandering. And now this is when the enemy starts playing with your mind. That's how the enemy attacks you in your mind to get you to think against what God has put in your heart. Right? So you're like, yeah, it'd be nice. You know what? I'm going to go, but I'm not going to drink nothing. Right? Oh. So you call your girls or your boys. Yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm going to go. You know, I, I'm not going to drink, though. You get there. Friends are drinking. Like, girl, this is good. Why don't you just take a sip? You remember? You remember how we used to chunk them down? <laughs> Do the shots and all of that stuff. Next thing you know, you're hooked. You're like, all right. All right, you do one, there you go. Now you're back into what you have been delivered from. Mm -hmm. And now your five years clean goes back to zero. So that's that's some of the things that I'm talking about. Things that come back from your past. You're trying to do all that you can do. And it seems like things are just stopping you. But I want you to know that God's got you covered. So don't go back. It may be tempting. It may sound good. Don't go back. God's got you. Let us look at what God does in this text. The glory cloud, it gets repositioned in order to make sure that their past does not catch up to them. So if God has did it, has done it for the children of Israel, God will surely do it for us. And I want you to watch what God does so that our past won't overtake us when we are threatened to go back. So point number one is God does double duty to guide you and guard you. So the text says that God repositions himself from in front of them to behind them. So God goes from guiding them to guarding them. So let me unpack this for you. You see, they are free, right? We all know the children of Israel are now free. And I want you to just imagine. So they're free and they're in the wilderness because they're on their way to the promised land. God tells Moses in verse 13, tell the people to stand still. And then in verse 19, God repositions the glory cloud, which means while they are standing still, 
God is moving. This means that sometimes you've got to stand still so God can move. Maybe the reason why God is not moving is because you won't stand still. Many of us today are too busy and that might be the reason why God can't move. But sometimes you got to just step back and stand still. See the salvation of the Lord and let God take care of it. God, I leave it to you. I place it in your hands. When we come down to the altar to pray, we should leave that prayer request right here at the altar. When you get up, don't take it back with you. Leave it at the altar. Stand. I'm standing still. God, I submitted my prayer request to you. I'm going to stand still. I'm not going to worry about it. I trust you. And watch God move. That's where your faith has to be activated. No doubt. Now watch what happens when God gets to moving. The children of Israel were accustomed to seeing God in a certain way. They were accustomed to seeing God in a certain place. And that's how many of us are. We're, we're used to seeing God in a certain way and in a certain place. So it's strange to us if God wants to operate in a different way. So we have placed God in a box. God only moves this way and that's it. So I don't know what, what that other stuff is going on because that's not God because God only moves this way. So that's what the children of Israel, they were accustomed to seeing God in front of them. Now that God has moved, they are not used to seeing God that way. They have gotten comfortable in seeing God leading them with a cloud by day. Now the same cloud that has been leading them has now moved behind them. You have to be very careful because when you don't see God the way you, you, you are used to seeing God. You might think that God has left you. And that is not so. I'm here to let you know that God has, has not left you. God has just repositioned himself in your life. You see, sometimes you need God as a guide, and other times you need God as a guard. Especially when your past is trying to catch up with you. You see, I'm not strong enough to avoid it. And at that particular time, I need God to get behind me and stand between me and my past, me and my situation, me and my heartbreak, me and my troubles, whatever it is. So now the Israelites have already shown that their past had some power over them. Because when they saw their past coming, they got scared and they wanted to go back. 
So here they needed God to guard them before they give their past too much power. So God is guarding them. And, and whether God is guarding you or guiding you, God is still God. So God repositions himself so that when they look back, get this, when they look back, they can't see what they've been scared of. Y'all mighty quiet. (laughs) But what they see is God. If God is behind me, when I turn around, all I see is my God. When I look back over my life, I don't see my past, but I see the God that delivered me from my past. Let's make some noise in here. Somebody needs to shout hallelujah. When God repositioned himself, it helps you to fix your focus. When God repositions himself, it helps you to fix your focus. Perception is reality, which means I need to see, I need to make sure that I'm seeing right in order to see the right thing. You get that one? (laughs) I need to make sure I'm seeing right in order to see the right thing. Went to the eye doctor. I have my new glasses. (laughs) So I'm seeing right. And I'm seeing the right things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Prescription did get a little bit stronger, so now I know I'm seeing right. But you see, if I don't have my eyes on the right thing, I will perceive the wrong reality. Right? If we don't have our eyes on the right thing, we will perceive the wrong reality. Sometimes that's why we get in so many arguments. With friends, husbands, wives, because we see one thing, but they meant it as something else. So we're not seeing and we perceive it as the wrong thing. And here we are. The one person is trying to fit. No, that's not what I was trying to do. No, that. Yes, it was. I saw it with my own eyes. But you weren't seeing the right thing. So now you perceive the wrong reality. Verse 13 says, stand firm. In the King James Version, it says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. That word, see, in the Hebrew means to gaze. And to gaze means to look steadily and intently. So the Israelites have been gazing at their past and glancing at their God. God wants us to reach a point where we gaze at God 
and glance at our past. You see, what messed them up is that when they looked back, they gazed at what was coming. They were all right until they saw it. Let, let me put it in other words. You were fine. You thought you had been delivered from it. You hadn't done it. You hadn't seen it in six months, whatever or whoever it was. Everything was finished. You were free from it until you saw it. Amen. You were cool. Things were smooth, just like the other side of the pillow. <laughs> until you saw him. Until you saw her. Until you saw it. You had moved on. But bam, right there in your face. You were fine until you gazed at what you should have been glancing at. Turn to your neighbor. Come on, let's talk in here. Say, what are you looking at? You see, the next time you see somebody being nasty and mean, always complaining and talking about what's wrong with this and what's wrong with that, tell them you are looking at the wrong thing. You need to fix your focus. You've got to look at the right thing. You must look to the author and finisher of your faith. You need to look to the word of God. For the Bible says, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. When I looked, I discovered my help comes from the Lord. When I looked, I found out that he would not suffer my foot to be moved. When I looked, I discovered that he that keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. When I looked, I discovered that he will preserve my soul. As Brother Paul tells me, one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind me, I look towards the prize of the high calling. Hallelujah. And when I look, I learn how to press. So you've got to learn how to look at the right thing. I'm gazing at God. The reason why I'm smiling, although I don't have any money in the bank, is because I'm looking at Jehovah Jireh, God, my provider. The reason why I'm rejoicing, although my body is in pain, is because I'm looking at Jehovah Rapha, my healer. Hallelujah. The reason why I'm praising God, although it seems as if all hell has broken loose in my life, it's because I'm looking at Jehovah Nisi, my banner. I know that the Lord is fighting my battles and I will be victorious because when I fix my focus on God, he will fix my praise in my spirit. Hallelujah. When I fix my focus on God, he'll fix my clapping in my hands. When I fix my focus on God, he'll turn things around. 
I want to be so focused on God that when I wake up, I see God. When I go to sleep, I see God. When I get in my car, I see God. When folk get on my nerves, I see God. (laughs) That's why we can be like David and bless the Lord at all times because our focus is on God and not our problem. My last point, God repositions himself so he can cover you. Watch this. I'm almost through. The Bible says that when the cloud of God repositioned behind the children of God, something happened. At the same time, the cloud brought darkness to one side. Can you see that? The glory cloud goes behind. And on the side that the Israelites were on, remember they had 600 chariots and and then they had some other chariots and the children of Israel, they're on foot. So the cloud is between the Israelites and Pharaoh and the chariots. And it was brought darkness to one side and then there was light on the other side. It's the same time of day at the same place but God makes it dark for the enemy and makes it light for the children for his children so that the enemy could not overtake them and it's not because the enemy didn't know how to because the enemy could not see them it was dark and remember there's no light switch they didn't have no flashlight So darkness is dark. So it was not that easy for the enemy to see them because God made it that way, right? And that's what God will do for us. See, there are some people in your life who are frustrated because they don't want to see you make it. They want to see you fall flat on your face They are mad because they know how to make you fall. They know what to do. And they thought that they were making you fall, but now they can't see you to make it happen because God has hidden you in his glory. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. They've been scheming. They've been lying. They've been putting your business out there. They've been trying to trip you up. But they just can't make you fall because they can't see you. So I just want to say God has got you covered. The children of Israel should have been caught, right? They're on foot. Chariots behind them. There's no explanation as to why they were not caught. Except for the miracle of God. Amen. 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 Some things God can turn situations around. That's why we got to believe no matter what. People with cancer in their body, they can be healed. Don't let nobody tell you they can't be healed. I am a witness. That one reverend that I knew was diagnosed with cancer. He was in hospice. 
He was one who wrote a recommendation letter to Boom for me. He was in hospice, y'all. He checked out of hospice. How often do you hear that? Right? You hear about hospice, you're like, (laughs) don't receive that. Believe in God. He walked up out of there. And he started holistic treatments. Now, I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody because I'm not God. God is in control. But I'm letting you know that God is able Mm -hmm. to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or even think. And he lived a few more years longer. So I praise God for his life and his testimony. Mm-hmm. So we should be thankful to God, knowing that God has got us covered. So no matter what situation you find yourself in, I know it feels like the end of the world. I know you just want to break down and cry. I've been there, done that, just like you. Because of situations things that happen, but we've got to stand firm on the word of God. And God's word says to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So I challenge you on this morning, those of you that are going through struggles, going through situations, things that you don't know what to do, you don't know where to turn, just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And when God delivers I want you to tell that testimony. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell people it was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Amen. God Amen. bless you. Yeah. Let us yeah. pray. Father, we thank you for the word today that you've got us covered. God, help us to go to you. Help us to stand still and see your salvation, Father. In all the situations that you provide us in, we don't understand why we go through what we go through. We just know we're going through it. But God, we know that there is an ultimate purpose. There is a reason why we must go through those things. So God, we pray that you would give us the strength. Keep us covered, Father. For your word we just heard on this morning lets us know that you've got us covered and that we will be all right. So we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.